Welcome back to Legendary 4 Adventures, take two. I'm Sam Peterson. <laughs> I'm Galvin Adams. I'm Gary Nadison. I'm Dustin Icy Toy Toyga. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's literally his real name. That, yeah. That's why his character's named yeah. like that. because <laughs> His last name is Icy Tortoiga. And he's he's fully of Irish descent, by the way. But like his last name does include the word Tortuga. Yeah, it's it's in Dustin middle name I see. Yeah. Toy Toy. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> yep. So we've had some uh technical difficulties tonight. It's uh, been a fun night. It's, oh yeah. Uh, I We're... still can't see any of you on my webcam. I don't know what's going on there, but how are we all doing? Doing good. It's uh yeah, we're like three hours past when we <laughs> said we were gonna start recording. And man, you know, it's been good. We're we're having good times here. Good times talking, good. hanging out, catching up, gonna actually see Dustin in person for the first time probably by the end of the week. So if, uh, yeah, right in the hot tub. <laughs> not for the first time ever, but uh <laughs> first time ever, fun fact. First time ever. Like I'm gonna 12, meet Dustin. 14 years we went to later. high school together. Went to high school together. Yeah. It's strictly a virtual relationship. Yeah, yeah. We never had classes Jeez, together or anything. How long has it actually been? Yeah, sixth grade. Why I met Dustin? Dustin. That was. Was that eighth grade that you seventh. were Gaston, Dustin? No, yeah. man. It was. Uh, it was a uh, music band. It was the the train song. We played chess. Oh, that's right. That was sixth grade. Mm-mm. Yeah, my mom actually Seven. just recently posted that. I don't know if you guys saw that again. Yep. Yeah, she incorrectly right. tagged me in it, but I don't falter. <laughs> she she tagged me, but I couldn't find the picture, so I didn't see what the picture was. Like every time I tried to like look at it, I couldn't find the picture. It was weird. So it was like a really blurry video that was taken on like a two thousand <laughs> what's it a razor phone or something shitty camera, yeah. like a flip yeah, camera. It, it was. Yeah. Hey. It was cool to watch. Don't though. hate on the flip. Yeah, that was fun. We all had a and, flip in the first years of hey, our... the Hey, the no, flip was awesome, okay? Film. The flip is the flip inspired. If I remember correctly, many, uh, Calvin many had a, a flip. soul. And Sam's mom, if you are listening, please send me that video again cuz I didn't I, I couldn't get to it either and I kind of want to see it. Blurry or not. Yeah, she is listening. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. She is listening. Hi mom. And <laughs> she listens to every episode. We I was in the so. audience of that one and that is the thing that inspired me to audition for musicals. Actually. Oh. Kind of cool yeah. seeing Calvin were you the mayor in that, or were you the, mayor, the mayor in something else? I was were the you... mayor in two things in a row. <laughs> both of those performances were like, wow, this guy can be a mayor twice, and they're both different? I'm in. I want to do musical <laughs> theater. I thought every mayor was like, I remember, right. the, I remember <laughs> the first mayor I played for the Pied Piper. They gave me this like big, poofy, like blue hat. That just looked like a cushion really? on top of my head, you and I hated it so much. In sixth grade, I was like, I hate this hat. Dustin, Looking back, <laughs> Dustin's remembering really that. Good. Dustin's having a, a big flashback on that one. That was uh, like, yeah, that was core memory unlocked. Dustin performance <laughs> of, uh, was it Bobo or something like that? The, the cop? Bongo. 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 So good. <laughs> Was that a one act or what was Bongo from? Same thing. It was the Pied Piper. Piper. Yep. I don't know oh, if geez. that's sung like music, that in the show. Music either. Man was seventh grade. I don't know if you said that right. It yep. was seventh grade then. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I, I did not go to the sixth grade stuff at all. So Too cool for theater in sixth grade. 
Sam and I are the, <laughs> the ladders up, you know. And me, by the time seventh grade came yeah. around, he was like, "All right," and I was like, "I'm still too cool." And then by the time eighth grade came around, I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, I'm pretty sure the most classic picture I can think of with Gary is Gary and Mitchell. Like you're just standing next to each other, and you look so nerdy. Oh, the Both of you in my kitchen nerdy. right now. <laughs> Yeah. It is it's, the most a great like picture. if you want to know what the soul of me looks like, <laughs> this is this is it. Yeah. Just yeah. like awkwardly looking at the camera, not even smiling. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. That's so funny. Yeah, it's good. So uh, maybe I'll post it for the Oh hell yeah. That's, I'm okay that's with the, it. It's honestly one of those things where one. it doesn't even embarrass me. It's me. It's okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's All a great right. picture. But uh, I guess speaking of young people, young people hate vegetables. Oh, nice and, segue. Uh, We've got a lot of time. Thank to you. Think I've about been practicing alone in my room. <laughs> but uh, speaking of which, yeah, no. Speaking of, <clears throat> speaking of which. <laughs> okay, but yeah. speaking of vegetables, the question for this episode was: What what vegetable does your character hate? And uh, yeah, Surya hates asparagus, and I got no backup, no developed reasoning for that. She just doesn't like asparagus. She loves every other vegetable. Fuck asparagus. You know, the sun is like a huge reason why vegetables show up, but fuck asparagus. Something <laughs> <laughs> about the phrasing of that. Just, why you know, they the show sun up. is like. Why vegetables show up? Hey, I'm here. I'm vegetables. I heard you got a sun around. Uh, so Julian hates cauliflower, but I uh, want to clarify. It's not always been a vegetable he hated. That's why he knows he hates it. When he formed into his new gnome body, he just immediately was like, yeah, I don't. I would not eat cauliflower ever again. Fuck that. <laughs> if there's one thing I know after this body switch, fuck cauliflower. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I think... Yeah, yours... I'll go for it. Go ahead. No, no, I want to know. I got to know Tortugas. <laughs> I'm sorry. We got to know. Hey, it's, Tortuga, go. It, it's salary, just because. <laughs> just because. Honestly? Just because. I might change my answer. No, I'm just kidding. I feel I like you. that is the sort of thing where it's just like you can't really back up like dude, yeah, honestly. I hate this because it's just like mm-hmm. I personally I don't like celery. I do like asparagus. I've always <laughs> been one of those people that's been like I don't like celery. Well, have you had peanut butter and chocolate chips on it? Yeah, I love peanut butter yeah. and chocolate chips, but <laughs> and it's on celery. celery. It worse. What the fuck? Dude, I can't tell you how many times I've said, Yeah, these Brussels sprouts are good or okay. <laughs> They, they're, yeah. no Brussels sprouts are delicious I've tried oh, every time I'm like yeah dude I'll try that Brussels sprout because I'm like there's <laughs> gotta be a way that. there's gotta be a way to make them taste good it's a similar You're thing to what Gary just laid out the the only times I've ever had Brussels sprouts that I liked it it had bacon on it and I was like the bacon's the bacon what tastes good dude, here exactly even then I'm like I'm like yeah that bacon's great Brussels sprouts it, you aren't making Brussels sprouts right now. Sam, you need to make that man some Brussels sprouts, it sounds like. Make that They're man some so sprouts. It's so easy. You put some you put olive oil, you put paprika, you put uh garlic Instantly, salt, you put pepper. He is already changing the game. It's so easy. Seven ingredients later. <laughs> also, 
<laughs> Dude, how hard is it to shake spices onto something? That is one also, of the is it just me do. or are, are Brussels sprouts the number one most charred food ever? That like it always comes out and it's always just charred. I think we just confirmed that you're cooking your Brussels sprouts wrong. You just <laughs> no, okay. I, yeah, it sounds like let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. I have never cooked Brussels sprouts myself. Well, there you I go. hate There's Brussels sprouts. Issue. You know, like black charred, just like little rocks. They're rock hard. Like, oh. All right. So there are two solutions to this issue. One is you look up a recipe that sounds appetizing and make it yourself to your liking. Or two, Sam's got to come over there, whip you up some Brussels sprouts. Yeah, that's it. That, bada boom, bada bing. Sounded like you I was might not have still a punch, even like but it. There wasn't one. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, it. let's talk the about plan. the order of in which you start cooking a recipe. Okay, the first is you have it good somewhere else where you're like, oh, I want to make that. Okay, you don't just be like, oh, I hate Brussels sprouts. I want to make them. You're right. I don't have. You know? a, I like, in real life don't like cauliflower, and there is no. Thing I would ever look up to try to make myself like it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you. dude, it, like I need, I need a professional. I need a professional <laughs> to cook me Brussels sprouts in a manner in which I'm like, oh, I want to make them. Speaking of professional, I'm a professional napper. I need a nap. I don't know what. <laughs> Julian just oh, said that. It's a great Julian. Segue, Gary. Oh, like uh, okay. <laughs> Gary, I thought you just Gary were. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was Sorry, like, guys. Is that your way to get out of the podcast? I thought we were recording a podcast. Yeah. I needed. <laughs> that would be the just the most like. Oh wow. All right, this guy. Okay, we're very punchy. We're very punchy. Are you Bring guys, this energy uh, into Dungeons uh, are you guys and feeling like uh, maybe just heading back to the ship for a little bit, Calvin? Or <laughs> we gotta we gotta recap. I got a recap. <laughs> oh yeah. I got it. I like the energy, Gary. I'm Keep sorry, it going. I'm just I got to segue as strong as possible. <laughs> Gary forgot to appreciate. look at the agenda. <laughs> Gary's got to practice in his room it. alone a little more. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like I did, yeah. Uh, by the way, the correct answer was lima beans. If any of you said lima beans, I would have given you inspiration. Fuck. So, uh, God damn it. Uh, I'm sorry about Not Carl that. Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Jimmy Neutron fans out there, Carl love. I don't even. That, I can't, that can't take Carl. Yeah, yeah I, I, it, it was a good cut. Uh, but let's let's get into the recap here. While the party had the Naga cornered, they quickly finished the fight. The spirit of Droller was sucked back into Tortuga, giving him back his Labyrinthian recall. They then began looking for Scribbit, only to find him dead from exhaustion. While the party respectfully wrapped up Scribid, Surya used her headband of scrying to find the green man in a clock tower, putting the finishing touches on his paint bomb. We pick up now with Julian having to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, shit. Ugh. I just have a look on my face suddenly, <laughs> zoom into my eye. All right. <laughs> That's so Raven style. <laughs> Honestly, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> right, let me find my it's pretty close considering what you get here let me see it before anyone reacts let me see it before anyone reacts and oh four it's a four can i react now yeah you can. damn it <laughs> yes surya you can react to julian lifting his finger onto the wall and scratching a big oh. circle 
Is that the shape of it? An O? <laughs> no, that was just yes, my genuine reaction. O. Oh. It's more of a zero. It's more of a zero okay. shape oh. than an O. So. Uh, but Julian, I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. Oh, shit. He's got that green feet. This one is the one that actually matters. <gasps> I kind of like collapse for a second and take a few breaths. Hands on my knees. And then all of a sudden, I go rigid again. What? Oh! <gasps> Let's see what we got here. Oh, natural twenty. Nat 20. This is the that's so random 20. shot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Julian. So you like just mindlessly etch this uh, portal, and you take a step towards it, and then you shake out of it and back off. This is bad. <laughs> yeah. In that uh, voice. <laughs> Julian's voice changes, changes for that moment. Yeah. Ju- Julian. You also... Yeah, Julian, you're also seeing... You saw everything that Surya saw. Like, it oh. almost like it played out like a little second after. And uh, you made this portal to go to this weird pocket dimension with this clock tower. But... You stopped yourself from jumping in. Julian! Uh, Surya kind of steps between him and the portal. She goes, I-, I don't know how much cognition you have with these things or how much it just takes you over. What Do, do you know what what you just did? Are you okay? I think I'm all right now. I saw uh, like a clock tower through it, uh, the green man completing... I Wait, think it's so, a portal to like a different realm of some sort where the green man might be completing his bomb. So you saw what I saw. I wonder if if he did recognize whether or not I was seeing him and tried to get you to just come right to him. Now, here's the, here's the struggle. Um, this is a perfect way to get right to where he is and know where he is. But we're all in pretty bad shape right now. Maybe. And I pull out the ball of good dogs yeah we don't have to be 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 the ball of good dogs throwing the ball summons a dog venturer perfectly suited to help your party with the most pressing issue you are currently dealing with when the problem is solved or 10 minutes has passed whichever comes first the dog takes the ball and disappears the ball is returned to you at a time determined by the end think uh we should just jump in there with this ball of good dogs and see what the fuck happens she turns to tortuga where's where's all uh hp at (laughs) i pull out my hp like it's like a thermometer that somehow i can stab (laughs) into myself and and get like a accurate wait so you got that in the the facilax's treasure pit Right, and it, yeah, it's a ball. It came but with it instructions. A, it did. It had a little pamphlet with it that basically said, if we're in a situation, a dire situation, that we could summon a dog venturer. So I'm assuming it's some kind of like a dog with a class, an adventurer, and it could come help us out when we need it. I don't know exactly uh, exactly how so helpful that just... could be. 
it's just fitting to whatever our situation is. A yeah, dog like I imagine that would help will show up. If we had low health, maybe a cleric would show up. <laughs> well, Surya grabs the ball and chucks it. Like where we are, not into the portal, right? Not into the portal. <laughs> just no. tucks it. The portal closes. Shit. <laughs> she oh. chucks it down the tunnel. And now we will wait for Sam to check his book. So I think all we do now is we wait and it should be brought back by a dog venturer. Or at least a dog venturer should be summoned back. I don't know when the ball comes back. That's kind of up to uh, God. <laughs> Hopefully, why don't you just read the card? Hopefully, here. this is okay. a pretty, pretty beefy cleric who has a lot of, a lot of good boy. You don't know energy. You don't know. We don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. It's worth right a now. try. Who knows? Who knows? That's why we didn't throw it into the portal. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're throwing it here to see what yeah. happens, and yeah. then maybe we all get fully healed, and then we can jump through. Yeah. I know. And oh, if we don't, we'll probably not because we'll probably yeah. fucking die. Yeah. Yeah. You throw the ball like into a dark tunnel and you wait a few seconds and then all of a sudden a golden retriever uh, comes bounding out of the darkness with the ball in its mouth it has some like basic plate armor or it's actually like chainmail on it Uh, it has a big like emblem on its chest that is it appears to be a rope uh, being stretched between two dogs uh, that are like pulling on the rope. Nice. I like. I'm imagining and a whole dog society now in my head that created this. Like, <laughs> keep going. Sorry, yeah. I'm loving it. Hey, the, <laughs> I, the flavor text of the ball. Yeah, I love it. Flavor text of the ball is there's nothing in the rules that says a dog can't be an adventurer. So, Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this dog brings the ball back to you, Surya. Uh, okay, I. Oh, uh, thank you. She like holds her hand out in front of its mouth. It drops the ball in your hand, and as soon as the ball hits your hand, you like your vision goes out, and you see this like pretty large area within the lime labyrinth. Like you can still tell the walls are green, but there are like multicolored uh, runes drawn all over the walls in chalk and in the middle of it is ruby lying unconscious okay uh she appears to be breathing heavily you're not sure if she's conscious or not but uh it's you you can obviously see where she is right now getting to her is another problem okay so i i don't know exactly how to get to her it's not like i can see the whole map Okay. No, but you can see like a small entrance off to one side, uh, but otherwise there's just these weird runes all over the place. Um, Next yeah. thing that happens is the dog begins to glow bright, like there's a bright glowing, like it's golden uh, fleece, it's golden whatever you want to call it, pelt. Uh, starts to give off light and the beam actually like stretches into the sky. Oh. Uh, like, and then it begins to lick you. Fuck yeah! It's licking you. Uh, it's gonna cast a restoration spell on you, so reduce 
your exhaustion level by one. Right. Yeah. And then what's everybody's hit points at? I'm at 14. I'm also at 14. I'm at 33 out of 60. Okay. Uh, so it is going to did that lick Surya. Did that happen, the uh, exhaustion thing, to everyone? Nope, just okay. a sewer. Out of 60? Also, are you guys still exhausted? I think you only had one level. I thought you guys were good. Now. They only have one level, yes. No, they still have one level. Oh, they still have one level. Okay, still have one. Surya, you are going to heal for 19 points. Sweet. Tortuga, you are also going to heal for 19 points. Right. And what are you guys at now? I'm at 33 now. 33. Or, yeah, I guess we're both. Earth. Never yeah. mind. He's got different. Every, everybody's at 33. Yep, 49. Uh, all right, then we're going to start spreading the love. That's uh, 11 more to each of you. Oh, oh shit. Good fucking dog. Is this a good boy or a good girl? It's a good girl. You actually, while she is licking you, you pull up her collar and there is a little collar on it that says Ren. W-R-E-N. Ren, I I can't thank you enough. Uh, Who is the most damaged right now? I mean, I have 44 out of 81. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that one. Surya, though. Okay, Surya, you get 11 more hit points back. yeah. Ren barks at you a couple of times, grabs the ball from your hand, and runs off into the dark again. What? What Ren. a good dog. <laughs> hey, what a pupper, eh? Am I right? Am I right? Man, wish I had one of those growing up. Well, okay, so when I grabbed the ball, I saw a room where Ruby is. She's unconscious. She is somewhere here in the Lime Labyrinth. I couldn't see exactly how to get to it. We feel better now. Uh, We're at a crossroads here. We've got the portal right here in front of us. We've got Ruby who could have information, possibly information about, you know, the Labyrinth or the Green Man if she's experienced anything to do with him. What do you got, Julian? Here's my thoughts. I feel like Ruby feels more like uh, the big thing. You know, the vampire whole uh, thing going on is a little bit bigger than the Green Man thing. But the Green Man thing is next on the list. Because if we don't get it done soon, this whole place is fucked, right? And then Lex isn't on our side. And we don't got... I don't know. What do you think? What's uh what's the status on uh, everyone's feeling? Everyone kind of exhausted still a little bit. Just uh, a little bit. I just and, uh, you know, maybe technically speaking, you know, let's say we go into the green man's lair, how's that going to affect us? I'm just worried about how we're going to find him again after this. Well, that's what I'm saying is like if we go in there, you know, and uh you know, maybe this is a question for the almighty, you know, but if we go in there, you know, if we try to do something, are we going to, you know, not be able to do it real good? Or are we going to be able to do how we think we're going to do? Well, I'm worried that he pulled me in with the portal I made mentally, meaning he's pretty confident. Is there anything we can do to get an upper hand here? Basically, what I'm asking is, uh, do we have disadvantage on our roles? Yeah, we do. 
Skill checks, yeah. yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Surya no ha- longer has disadvantage on saves, though, which is the big thing. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, like, still a big heal. Uh, yeah. But attack rolls, maybe not. is that also affected? Nope, that is not. Hmm. Let me check all my spells real quick. I don't know if you have any. I, I mean, you cast... I have one. Synaptic Static, you kept... Yep. Cast Synaptic Static is polymorph. my fifth level spell, and I don't have it anymore. And then I cast Polymorph mm-hmm. twice, and I have three of them. So I have one more. I want to okay. ask Wait, something. Never mind, because this mm-hmm. is still the same day. I have zero because of the Dimension yes. Door. Well, we rested after uh, meeting Viterra. But not after Dustin tra- was a traitor, right? Because remember, I dimension yes, stored. Yes, yes. Um, but right. what I'm saying is we went back to the ship, and the sneaky peeper was put on the ship. I did not mm-hmm. specifically say that I took it down, but it would be very mm-hmm. handy to have right now, and I don't know that I would have just left it, but also, what are your, what, what's your uh... thoughts, Sam? I don't remember, but I thought you specifically let it, like, left it up. Because I remember you checking on it at a different time. I think you're right. Maybe when... uh, So I would say you do not have it. All right. Well, that's a bummer. Um... (laughs) So, I mean, a quick thing here. Uh, You guys know how to get out of the Lime Labyrinth. Dustin, or Tortuga, has his Labyrinthian recall back. Julian... You have the feeling that you could do this again. If you really wanted to, you could try to find a place in either the uh, junk pits the of Mechanis that he, uh, the green man has seemed to have been taking things from or in the Lime Labyrinth and try to do this again and maybe get back into this little pocket dimension that the green man has taken up in. Uh, Ruby did not look good. Is what I will say from that. Okay. So you guys can go and look for her. But those that's all the information on the table. I mean, it kind of just became clear. I have yep. no good spells. We all have one point of exhaustion. Ruby is dying. And I can remake this portal. Let's grab Ruby. Get back to the ship. Put her in the spot with her buddies. Heal her up a bit on the way. And then get one little rest in so that we all have our exhaustion gone. And I got my spells back. I'll make a portal. We'll go kick the green man's green ass. And then wait for some vampires to show up maybe. Or go beat the information out of these thralls about him. How's that sound? Surya nods and puts her fist out like uh, like let's do a, a three-way fist bump. Dustin and I will fist bump at the same time because our friendship bracers oh yeah <laughs> um <laughs> fist bump uh successful <laughs> she now looks yeah. around and goes okay now how do we find ruby let's just start walking and see where we lead i agree because tortuga can get us out no matter where we are you've got your yeah, recall yeah. back right Ah, uh, yeah you know you want to go left you want to go right you want to go straight either way I'll get you, I'll get us out of here. Let's work our way out, but every now and then, if we're feeling, if you're telling us, okay, we're getting close, we take a little detour until uh, either so much time passes that we decide fuck Ruby, or you know, like get get, get rid of the idea of finding her, or 
we decide. Well, let's get looking. We're going to go straight. Uh, okay. Roll a survival check. Everyone? Yep. Eight. Uh, ten. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> Natural one. Eight. So you guys are looking for a bit, and you manage to find one of these glyphs that you have seen before. It is a glyph drawn in what looks like multicolorful chalk, uh, and it's an odd pattern. It looks like it's actually in Elvish, or like old Elvish, used for magic. Mm. All right, all right, all right. I got this, okay? I got this. I pull out my little turtle monocle. I look at the glyph. <laughs> okay, roll an arcana check. I just want I just want everyone to know, okay, if I wasn't really exhausted, I would have nailed this, but I got a four. <laughs> that would have been an 18. Yes. So if anybody Maybe would stumble like to roll and his monocle falls and little gnome hand reaches out and grabs it. And to me, oh, yeah, it's a magnifying go. glass because I'm a gnome. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to roll an arcana hey. check as well. And I got an 11. A little better. I see that it is made of chalk where he did not know what it was made of. Seven. I didn't roll. I was trying rolls? to, Sam, I was trying to motion that. Don't even bring it up. I just. <laughs> okay. I okay. Even... I have another idea. Um, a little idea here. I'm going to huh. take a piece of cloth from, like, just rip a small piece of cloth from my, uh, from my clothes and rub off as much of this chalk onto the clothes as I can. And without, like, completely eliminating whatever symbol or glyph it is, you know? Like just trying to pat it onto it? Yeah, so that I have mm-hmm. the scent of this chalk. And I'm going to bring oh. it to Susan. <gasps> and nice. be like, oh, all right, nice. Susan, this is a tough one. I don't expect you to do wonders here, so don't feel pressure. But see if you can uh, find more of this chalk that I've rubbed off onto this piece of cloth here i'm gonna have susan sniff so, the cloth well gary i am actually going to give it to you because you have cast this spell before oh. it looks like a lingering glyph that would have been used to cast hypnotic pattern oh interesting hey uh quick question is uh mm-hmm. is ruby an elf no she is a halfling but she's my counterpart so she's magical as well right Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, she's a bard as well. Uh, so you could guess that she cast a hypnotic, hypnotic pattern for some reason. Um, probably during a fight. Hey, Joylian, probably what's, used uh, it what's to hypnotic pattern do? And get away. We could imagine she ran away from around here. Hypnotic pattern basically just makes a giant hip- hypnotic pattern. Yeah, Well, also... Uh, Surya, this is the same glyph that you saw, like, drawn over and over and over again in the, in the area that you saw Ruby. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Mm Um, hmm. I wonder why she would do that. Well, I'm interested to see whether or not, uh, Susan can sniff the chalk. Uh, sure. Yeah, have Susan roll a perception check with advantage. Nice, Susan. I like that look of confidence on your, on your uh, saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. A twenty-one. I like how your read is looking. Yeah, baby. You you dust this chalk into Susan's mouthpiece. 
play snow's piece yeah sure and after uh susan gives off a couple of sneezes <laughs> she hoping begins to point in a direction as best as the saxophone can point. all right let's go in this uh this direction and i gesture towards whatever <laughs> susan is doing <laughs> and then hop on and we'll start headed in that way i'll lead the way with the with the uh the crew behind me and then in the rear our trio drones or they duo drones with the pulling the machine so susan is like circling for a second uh she points in a direction and then runs off down a hall with you riding it uh she stops and maybe i guess there's no not really any light unless you guys have made like a or used a sundrop or something or uh, uh so tortuga is just kind of following blindly in the dark i or? think uh when uh w- when susan gets the scent i will sort of mm-hmm. attach a sundrop i'll like climb up and drop one on the top of the big fucking thing on wheels that we've got trailing behind us yeah so yeah. that sure you know yeah the light is kind of pushing forward yeah yeah uh so just like right out on the outside of that light uh susan stops at what looks like a red scarf that appears to be eaten by acid. Oh. Can I recall Ruby wearing a red scarf in my memory? Yeah, yep, this is definitely Ruby's All right. scarf. All right, Susan, we are looking for the owner of this scarf. I'm going to pick it up, and uh, the acid isn't, like, still damaging. Like, I, I won't hurt myself, right? All right? No, it just appears to be, like, almost moth-eaten, but mm. it you can tell, like... It was dissolved by acid. I'm going to just pick it up and uh, put it in my pack. But have okay. Susan smell it first, obviously, to get this stronger scent of what was touching this. The body that was touching this. The sweat. <laughs> smell that sweat, Yeah, roll that Susan. perception again. All right, Susan. Here we go. Smell that sweat. Really dig, dig uh, 12. that nose in. It was less good. Oh, I'm rolling. Uh, I, I rolled think... Julian's perception. We'll go with it this time still because obviously it's not going to be that much yeah. different. But next time I will do Susan's. No, I think it's like a plus one in, in addition to that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say that is enough though. Uh, you guys are pretty well on this trail and you find clumps of red hair. Oh, no. Uh, they look like they have been pulled out. Oh. And, and also like it looks like a trail. Like it looks like it's almost a trail. And at the end of the trail at the opposite side there appears to be a uh, brass snake head like it looks like a snake's head that's like curling up it looks like it's broken on one end like there was something attached to it um i'm gonna trot ahead and get up to it and try and examine this brass head sure uh you can roll knowledge history if you'd like why not hey uh anyone seeing a snake theme going on here Oh, yeah. I got a 17. Or 14, I guess, with disadvantage. It looks like it is part of a liar. Like, you can tell that there is supposed to be a crossbar uh, that would hold strings coming out of the back of the snake's head. Hmm. But, yeah, it looks like it is a broken piece of Ruby's liar. Okay. All right. I'm going to take a look. And I don't know if I'm investigative enough. But I want to know if I can tell by looking at it and gathering these chunks of hair if this was all intentional self-inflicted 
this thing was broken off on purpose or if something was broken or if something was attacking her. Can I tell by looking at the uniformity of the situation? You can roll a medicine check or a survival check. They're the same, so I'm going to go with survival for the situation at hand. I got a nine. Yeah, you're not really certain. It looks... Well, that theory is out there for you, you two to... All right, well, I didn't see anything with Ruby in the chamber she was in, and it looked like she was in bad shape, so she must have beaten whatever was giving her trouble, or she went insane, which... Maybe we'll find out when we get there, but I say we just yeah. be on our guard and head forward. Hey, you guys, uh, you guys, go ahead for a second. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold back for a moment. Okay. Uh, Do you want us to leave the uh, machine here so you have light, or? Do you guys... Nah, nah. I can. The dark would be good for me for a moment. I mean, don't go too far where you know the, you know, it's gonna start splitting up the the tunnels. But you know, just. Yell just give me, with, a, give me uh, a moment. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll come over. Okay. We're just going to take like four or five steps and just wait. <laughs> I'm just going to look <laughs> at him and be like, mm, come on, come on, come on. Give me a little bit of space here, right? We'll walk We'll walk just so he's in the dim, dim reaches of the light. But we can still kind of see him. Yeah. But we don't know what he's doing. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to like think back to all the... All the monks I've ever met in my life, okay? And I'm going to mm-hmm. cross my legs. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to rip open whatever sort of tunic or anything I'm wearing. I'm going to sort of really focus on my my labyrinthian tattoo sort of on my chest, okay? And I'm going to try mm-hmm. to speak to that one, uh, what, what's her, Gorgonzola, whoever her name is. Uh, <laughs> the, you know... <laughs> The one that we just beat, Tro- Droller, Droller, Droller. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I'm Corbin gonna try to speak Sola. to. I'm gonna try to speak to Droller. I'm gonna be like, you know, I'm gonna just really try to like, you know, think like in my head, like, you know, she's a part of me, but also I'm the master of her now because she's inside of me and I'm controlling her. Like I'm controlling that power, sure. that labyrinthian thing. I'm going to try to talk to that spirit. I'm going to be like, Drolla, who else is in this labyrinth? Who else did you bring in here? Who came in here with you? What other, what other snakes, Slytherinian spirit is roaming around you? Roll me a wisdom saving throw. 18. Or eight. Is it? Is it? No, you've, you've got it. Okay. Hey, 18. No, that's right. Let's yep. go. You pull up this uh, feeling of darkness that you have that's just been like sitting in your gut ever since you have rejoined with Droller and you feel it like just kind of like start to taint your mind and uh, you see a few clashes between Ruby and this creature Uh, but like nothing really ever lethal happens you also see uh, some of these, uh, not the trash tunnelers, but the junk collectors, the flying cicadas, you see them running around and skittering, and then you also see them just kind of like disappearing one day, like, or at a time, like they just like climb into portals away from the live labyrinth. Um, 
you just get the sense that it's really only been Droller, Scribid, and Ruby here, and they have not really crossed paths much. Gotcha. And they haven't they haven't crossed paths with any other any other spirit. Mm-mm. Surya's just gonna real quick turn to Julian and be like, "Is is he meditating right now? I'm, I'm kind of proud of him." <laughs> Wait. So when when you said uh, there was like some clashes, did you mean between like the snake that we fought, like Drolla and Ruby? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it, it seems like a couple. Of I didn't those, see but... any other any other interactions with any sort of beast that I've never seen before. No, I mean you've seen the junk collectors, yep. uh, but no, you have not seen really anything else. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, I'm just gonna get up. <laughs> okay, all right. Just gonna be like, all right. You remember who you are. Let's go. Sorry, is again going to look over at Julian and kind of give like a eyebrows raised, like, holy shit, I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> like, uh, and then just like continue walking. Uh, you want to roll another perception check for me? Susan. Ju- Susan. Yeah, yeah. Susan. Susan open. Because there is luck behind using Susan's dice here. Her virtual dice. And we got a 13. That's not too bad. Uh, yeah, there, uh, honestly, all of these rolls have been pretty middle of the road. Yeah. But it's been a lot easier now that you guys aren't being hunted or anything. So you guys are taking your time looking for anything weird and it's pretty easy because these tunnels are very uniform even though they're constantly shifting Uh, but you are walking for maybe 20 minutes until you come across a small hole in the like not in the ground but in the side of the wall that's maybe like two feet tall and like above it there appears to be several of these runes uh all of them very shakily drawn, but it, it's clear that like somebody drew the rune shakily and it failed. Drew the rune again, tried to be more carefully, failed. Drew it again, still not good enough. And on the last one, the rune went off and expended the uh, the magic. I think she was trying to act in self-protection, and it seems like she might have dug her way or found a way to create a little place to go. Suri's so gonna kneel down and try and like look into the hole. You get dark vision, right? I do. Yeah, the, the small hole it's like a small tunnel that maybe continues ten more feet and then you see that it opens up into this big area and there are all of these glyphs. And in the middle, like almost right in front of you, you see Ruby. She's there. This is it. Uh, Julian, I think uh, you would be best to fit through this hole. Are you, how do you feel? All right. I'm just going to walk through it and uh, try to quietly approach Ruby. Um, I'll have rope in hand ready to uh, tie her up if she's asleep to, you know, protect myself from any thralliness. Did you guys turn the machine on? Oh, we, we could just do it from here. Could, well, I want to tie her up toy- first, right? Yeah. 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 Toy Toy is 
Toy Talk is in his mechanic suit, ready to Fonzie the machine. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to slowly approach Ruby, and uh, if she is unconscious and remains to be so, starting with her legs, I will tie her up. Legs first, then arms behind the back. Okay. And then those together. Uh, so you you crawl through this tunnel and uh, it's very tight like it's even tight for you it, it feels odd uh, like this is totally out of place for the entire lime labyrinth the tunnels have been pretty uniform the entire way uh, so you crawl through this area get out the other side squeeze yourself out and as you are approaching ruby she wakes up all of a sudden when you are near and she goes at you with a dagger uh she is going to hit it's not going to deal a ton of damage it's only going to be six points of damage my appendage (laughs) but uh she just like yeah she scratches at your chest and then all of a sudden the chest or the wound that she scratches in your chest begins to glow and hypnotic pattern is cast I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. She just put a glyph in my body by scratching me? Holy shit. That's so dope, I almost don't even mind. 13. <laughs> hey, Julian, you really downplayed what that hypnotic pattern does. <laughs> okay, you fail. This hypnotic pattern blasts out uh, from your chest, and it just like it's like a kaleidoscope like in the ceiling being projected. Uh, and you're watching it, and she appears to be transfixed by it as well. She just says, I, I don't have much time. I know where the Count's heart is. Oh. <gasps>